Welcome to the Woodland Heights Baptist Church Sunday Talks podcast. Sunday Talks is a weekly roundtable discussion about theological and cultural topics. For more information and show notes, visit whbcconway.org forward slash Sunday Talks. Here's your host, Pastor Larry White. Welcome to Sunday Talks. We are doing a fall edition we're calling Cornucopia because we're doing a little bit of everything. It's a basket full of, <laughs> of abundance of, of a lot of different people of different backgrounds, a lot of them involved in ministry and uh, several from our church. So we're grateful to have uh, share with us. Don't realize how many people in our local church are involved in ministry outside the church. We have several. Today we're blessed to have Gayla Grace who is uh, going to share a little bit about her story, and I'm going to let her share more about it in detail what she does. But God's blessed her with a speaking ministry that she travels all over the country. I don't know if you go other countries, but no, currently, yet. usually yeah, just yeah. U.S. Yeah, but she's been <laughs> everywhere, and she's going to t- tell a little bit of that story. And so I'm just going to let us start with talking about your family, Gayla, and 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 then then we'll transition to the church because a lot of people in our church who've been there maybe even four or five years think well the randy and gala grace are new to woodland Heights. Well, it's not really true so but you can tell the rest of that story yeah. no gosh we lived in conway for 11 years and then we moved away to louisiana and we were down in the bozier shreveport area for 10 years mm-hmm. and then we've been back now right at two years yeah so yeah. we were in woodland heights back then yeah. our kids were in youth randy and i served in youth ministry and i was yeah. in music ministry and then we moved away and mm-hmm. got involved in a church down there and but mm-hmm. have loved being back yeah. see lots of old faces but see lots of new yeah. ones too yeah. well we're glad you're back too thank so. you we're enjoying so it. so your family your you had your children they were young while you were here before. Now they're grown. And right. So tell us about the, your family. So we're empty nest. Our youngest, Nathan, is 21. He's at UCA. And that was really kind of the instigator to bring us back to Conway. We don't mm-hmm. really have roots in Louisiana. Randy and I are both from Texas. But when Nathan decided to go to college up here, we had another daughter, married daughter here. And we just thought, let's go back to Conway. We yeah. still kept up with people here. Mm-hmm. Partly it was easy to go back and forth because we have had kids still here. Yeah. And uh, God opened a door to bring us back. And we've mm-hmm. been very thankful to be back. But, yeah, so our youngest is 21. We have five kids. Our oldest is 37. And they live around uh, in different mm-hmm. areas. So we have one in Denver. We have one in Dallas. My daughter, Jamie, is in Cookville outside of Nashville. Mm-hmm. She serves in ministry there with the Assembly of God ministry. Mm-hmm. And then our two kids in town Jody a married daughter and then Nathan our youngest yeah yeah so bunch of kids a bunch of kids it's fun to get them to the place where we can go visit or they can come here but as Randy likes to say we still have one on the payroll and he's about to come off (laughs) because he graduates in December I tell people all the time (laughs) you love your children but one of the highlights is when they're they're flying the coop and they're right. on their own and right. and you're back with the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. And it's it's fun to have adult kids. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, so you're you you work with family life ministries here in Little Rock. Right. And um, so did you were, you, were you with them before you came back to Conway or is that something that's happened since you came here? You know, to me, it's such a God story because I had actually been a freelance writer for 20 years. So all the years mm-hmm. that we were raising kids, it was really a great way for me to be home, have a flexible schedule and yet dabble in writing, which mm-hmm. I uh, just loved once I started it and did mm-hmm. a lot of writing for just regional publications and Lifeway, did a little writing for Lifeway. Mm-hmm. And, but 
towards the, as we were kind of launching our kids and I got a call from somebody at Family Life who I, who I knew, I had been associated with Family Life just when we lived in Conway before. Mm-hmm. I attended their writers group. I knew, we, Randy and I attended a Weekend to Remember, their marriage yeah, getaway yeah, conferences. Yeah. yeah. So I was very familiar with Family Life, but I, I got a call from someone at, who was director of the blended family department, Ron Deal, mm-hmm. and um, just asked me if I would consider coming on staff with them. I, mm-hmm. At the time, we were still in Bossier. He said, you can do your job. It'll be a field-type job as a writer. You know, if you can come to the office some, that'd be great, but mm-hmm. lots of flexibility. So I began while we were still in Bossier, but okay. then that was also part of us, I believe, God bringing us back to Mm -hmm. Conway. It's been really nice to be here. I go into the office a couple of days a week, and I do still work from home some, but it's good to be with the team and primarily with the blended family department that's a part of of family life. We were talking about this before we got started about my sister worked there in offices years ago, and I was amazed when she was there because I knew about it from resources and books and a weekend to remember we had done that. And how many people in Conway and even just Central Arkansas don't know about this national ministry? Right. That's, you know, in many parts of the country, it's like that's, everybody knows about Family Life, but here where it's local, a lot of people don't know about mm-hmm. the ministry. So if you tell us a little bit about what Family Life is and, and what, what they do. So Family Life was started in 1976, Dennis and Barbara Rainey. They mm-hmm. were a staff couple with Campus Crusade for Christ. It's what it was called then. It's now called Crew. Mm-hmm. But they were on staff, and they recognized the needs of marriages within missionary homes. So yeah, they could yeah. see that, the toll that ministry takes on a marriage. And as at, on staff with Crew, they, they saw this firsthand, and they felt God calling them to a marriage ministry specifically to minister to those marriages. Mm-hmm. Now, it is expanded now. It, it is certainly nationwide for all marriages, mm-hmm. but that's how it got started in 1976. So Dennis and uh, Barbara have such a legacy with family life. Yeah. He retired, uh, gosh, I don't know, four or five years ago when David Robbins stepped in mm-hmm. as president. And certainly there's been some changes. The corporate office has now moved to Orlando, which is where the crew office is. Mm-hmm. But then there are a, a group of us who are still in Little Rock and yeah. office here as part of family yeah. life. Well, there, there's tons of resources. There are. there. In fact, my sister used to tell me when sales were going on, and so I could go on and buy some things. So, But there, but there are lots of things that we use in ministry with, with counseling and parenting that uh, right. great tools and yeah. their theme is every home a godly home mm-hmm. and they just do they create resources they do events the weekend to remember mm-hmm. events are all over the country and they yeah. bring in such good speakers yeah. and do a phenomenal job in my opinion of yeah. really ministering to marriages we sent one of our married daughters uh, on their five-year anniversary mm-hmm. to a weekend to remember yeah. and i said what is it like for you and you're a young person i want to yeah. hear from you and she's like it was great yeah. She had nothing negative to say about it. So. Yeah. Carla and I went to Memphis a few years ago at the Pyramid. They had it there, and it was a great, great yeah. experience. And I think they do a good job. So yeah. I really appreciate their desire to really minister to marriages mm-hmm. and marriages and families and just help them understand the value of relationships mm-hmm. and how to grow godly homes and families. Yeah. So you mentioned that you you had a writing ministry before you went with Family Life, mm-hmm. and and, and uh, so now it's continued to expand, and and we're in the same Sunday school class. What we've kind of we've kind of separated our classes, but we're still we're still in the same group, and uh, um, and so there I got to hear more about what you were doing. But I want our folks to know about hey, you, you travel, you, you speak, and and then the books you've written. 
Um, I think the one that I, I see most of when I, if you type in Gaelic Grace, you'll see this, uh, <laughs> Step Parenting with Grace. With grace. And, and uh, so if you talk about what you're doing, where you're going, and, and about those, the, the books that you've written. Well, as I mentioned, Randy and I are a blended family. We've been married 27 years. And in our early years, life was hard. I mm-hmm. was raised in a traditional home. I knew nothing about step family life. It was very foreign to me. And when Randy and I married, I had two girls. He had a son and a daughter. We both had custody of our kids. Mm-hmm. And so we brought these four kids together and went instantly from two kids to four trying to figure out how to navigate a home. And then six years later, we had our son Nathan together. But out of that, those struggles, I believe God brought a desire in me to minister to step families because mm-hmm. back then there were not the resources that yeah. we have now. And I went looking for a devotional book for stepmoms and I couldn't mm-hmm. find one. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking, somebody needs to write one. Yeah. <laughs> and so many years later, God opened the door that allowed me to partner with a publisher and mm-hmm. write Step Parenting with Grace. And it's just been a ministry that I believe is very much needed. Mm -hmm. Part of what family life does is try to educate churches on how to minister to step families. And so that's part of what next week I'll be flying to Phoenix. We do a summit on step family ministry once Mm -hmm. a year. So this is our 10th annual summit. And Mm -hmm. it is specifically bringing pastors and counselors and lay leaders together to educate them Mm -hmm. on how to minister to step families. Because I think it's not realized how large this people group is. So yes, yeah. 40% of families are raising kids mm-hmm. in blended family homes. Yeah, yeah. And if you take blended family and single parent homes together, there's actually more of them now than the wow. traditional home. Wow. So yeah. what we often say is the non-traditional family is the new traditional. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we've got to get on board and we've got to minister to yeah. these families. Yeah. And the other thing is they're not necessarily quick to come forward, especially in mm-hmm. church. Yes. There's still some shame that is going to mm-hmm around a single mom or a step family and so oftentimes they stay hidden in the church Mm -hmm. and that's part of what we really try to do is to try to uh, just equip pastors so that they feel educated and how or at least know where to go to find the help that they need so Mm -hmm. yeah but my book step parenting with grace i've also written uh Quiet Moments for the Soul with two other stepmoms. That was the first book that I wrote mm-hmm. several years ago. I'm actually working on another book contract. and But in addition to that, we, we do the summit. Then in the spring, we do what's called Blended and Blessed. Okay. So that event is more for step couples to come mm-hmm. and really be ministered to. And that one will be in Florida. It's usually in March or April. Mm-hmm. And um, all of that information can be found on the Family Life okay. website. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So the best place to find anything really especially if you're looking for blended family help which is the department that I work in it's mm-hmm. familylife.com backslash blended okay. so that's the best place to find all of our resources we do podcasts uh, mm-hmm. Ron Deal and I yeah, do, you do a podcast, podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah we um, launch a new podcast about every other week okay. on different kinds of subjects mm-hmm. and um, so there's podcasts there's articles there's events there's all kinds of information mm-hmm. and all that's at family life Com. Yeah, so yeah. familylife.com is the main website mm-hmm. and then slash blended or just search for blended yeah. on that site and you'll yeah. find all of that stuff specifically for blended families. But yeah. yeah, it's, you know, I'm thankful that Family Life, so the blended team really was only started seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So Family Life has been around for 45 years, yeah. but uh, Dennis and 
several others begin to see the need to also minister to yeah. non-traditional families. And yeah. so that's where we started the blended team. And yeah. that's what I serve on. Well, you know, I'm glad to see that in the church. You know, I remember when I was a child, I, I could think of two couples that I knew in the church who had been divorced. Mm. And it was just, it was, it was, it was, it was rare. I think people didn't feel welcome. Plus, again, they didn't talk about it. Right. And now, you know, you've seen the, the growth of our church. Probably the majority, you're right, you know, have mm-hmm. been people that either single parents or they, it's, it's a second marriage for them, and they're, they're trying to maneuver that. And you're right. I mean, we even even sometimes in, in our teaching and preaching, we always come from approach of, you know, the, the what we, again, call the tra- traditional right. family. Right. And without, and, and, you know, not having been through that, I'm not really gifted to. Right. There are different dynamics that are involved there. There are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I want to go to with with, with an, another question is, so because you're you're traveling, you're talking with people, you're, you're writing, you're doing the podcast, so I'm sure you're researching this. So what are some things you see in the church, maybe some key things facing the church regarding families and particularly step families or single parent families? I'd say the biggest thing is to just recognize how significant the need <clears throat> is <clears throat> and that particularly within the early years, let's say for a step family, so research shows that within the first three years of step family life, couples who divorce in step families are going to do it within those first three years mm-hmm. because, well, I say that, no, 50% of those yeah. who divorce do it within the first three years, then the other 50% do it, you know, sometime after that. Right. But I think the significance of that is it's really challenging in the early yeah. years. Yeah. And so uh, it takes four to seven years for relationships mm-hmm. to come together, to yeah. feel like a family. So even though you're a couple and you do great as a couple and we have a lot of people who say things are great while the kids are at their other home and the minute they come home our stress our marriage is stressful well it's because of those trying to figure out how to parent and step parent somebody else's child and there's some real different ways to do blended family life but sometimes people still try to do it like oh we're going to be a nuclear family and Mm -hmm. my husband as the step parent is going to come in from day one and be the disciplinarian of his stepchildren Mm -hmm. and it does not work in those early years so it's not just like brady brunch oh brady bunch (laughs) is a myth and a lie and don't get me started And the thing was neither one of them had they didn't have there wasn't another parent involved (laughs) no no and they had alice the name they did they cooked their meals yeah yeah (laughs) sorry i didn't even think about bringing that up (laughs) well the other thing if you think about like cinderella what Mm -hmm. a what an ugly picture that paints of stepmoms yeah and the truth is the step parents that I know try really hard right, to be right. good step parents yeah. and yet they might still be rejected and some of that is because the loyalty issues that a stepchild mm-hmm. has towards their biological parent. And so yeah. what does it mean if I start loving my stepmom? How does that make my mom feel? And there's just so right. much confusion and so much ambiguity in these step parent roles mm. and it just takes time. But really if couples will just stick it out through those early <clears throat> years, mm-hmm. you do begin to see the rewards, and your families mm-hmm. do come together. In yeah. in our home, my girls call Randy Dad, and yeah. it, it just, you know, the relationships have really come together and been very solid, but mm-hmm. it took a long time. Yeah. And Randy and I did a lot of things wrong in the early mm-hmm. years, and I think that's part of where I want to just help people understand there are things you can do that will make things harder, right? or right. there's things you can do yeah. that will make things easier for yeah. relationships to yeah. come together. Yeah. And, and, go ahead. Well, I actually am planning to start a, a group for step couples in January. So mm-hmm. I was approached by a yeah. 
um, Sunday school leader mm-hmm. who has a lot of step couples in her class, yeah. and she asked yeah. about yeah. doing some yeah. kind of a group at Willen Heights. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it'll probably be mostly Zoom because it seems like the the frantic life that step couples have trying mm-hmm. to navigate kids and schedules yeah. and all this that they prefer that. Right. And then we'll have some face to face fellowships yeah. also. But yeah. Well, and I, I, there's a lot of, of, of our members, and, and you know, I think, and I think once you start doing that, and your church is identified as, hey, this is a church that ministers to people that that from all different kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of experiences, people feel more welcome. Okay, right. I can let my guard down. I think, you know, for us, it's it's totally different situation, but I think our relationship with Renewal Ranch is is let people who have had addiction problems right. feel like, hey, you know, I mean, we have. We have Sunday school teachers and deacons who've been in jail before. You know, they've had this experience. And, and again, and you know that because we're close to the same age. But when I was a child, divorce was so frowned upon mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. it was just, you know, this, you know, you need to put on a scarlet letter. And there are certainly biblical reasons for that and sure. why, why those things take place. And, and uh, but that being able to minister in the after that and, right. and then like you said when when couples come together to be able to offer something and realize that this isn't the same it's mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not just like you know you may have been and even when when there's you know even in step parenting i'm sure there's differences between well a, a man who has no children marries a woman who has children but right. when you, in your case with you and randy both having children that you both had custody of that's that's kind of unique too. So, it is yeah. right. There's actually 67 different kinds wow. of step families. 67. Yeah, wow. all based on what the story is, and yeah. exactly like you said, some step families come together after death. So mm-hmm. one spouse yeah, has I've, died, or yeah. both spouses have died, yeah. and and even though you think that oh it's going to be easier, you don't have a former spouse out there. No, there's the ghost out there yes. that can create additional yes. problems and the grief from that. And oftentimes people remarry too quickly mm-hmm. after divorce or yeah. after a death, and yeah. that doesn't serve the kids well it really doesn't serve the couple well because you've got to grieve in order to heal Mm -hmm. and sometimes we just try to numb our pain in different ways right and um, but yeah Yeah. lots of different step families and that's why there's no black and white answers yeah but certainly there are biblical principles Mm -hmm. and things that we can put in place that will help grow relationships faster which is what we want yeah yeah well I'm going to familylife.com and I'm going to find out some of these. In fact, I've been on your, now you've got a website I as well. I do. So galagrace.com um, has my books. I used to do some step family coaching. I'm really mm-hmm. not doing that much anymore, but um, mm-hmm. have a lot of articles. I used to blog more and then things about family life will be and, on my website too. And, and your podcast will be on the web, on your website as well? It's as on the family life on website. Family life I don't website. normally okay. post okay. it much okay. on mine. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. on the, on the family life website. Yeah. 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 So, so, and again, there's not a family within our church and probably not with anybody that's going to be watching that either they're not uh experiencing they've been you know they're dealing with with their own step families mm-hmm. or their children or mm-hmm. so you know again we used to maybe we didn't talk about it and maybe there weren't as many incidences of it, but now it impacts us all and they're th- what i love about y'all is you know, randy is that man, you're a great success story and i know it's not probably <laughs> always been perfect but it's like that's that's if, 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 you know, if God uh, allows you to go through this and you have this experience that that's what you want to have is this victory that Christ can help you conquer anything right. and can give you victory and not just to, you know, survive. You want to thrive in that. Right. Yeah. You do want to thrive. Yeah. And I believe with God at the center of your home that we all can, yeah. um, no matter what our family dynamics are. So Absolutely. I'm thankful to you and your willingness yeah. as a pastor to open up this conversation because yeah. a lot of churches still don't. Yeah. And well, I, I appreciate you coming to share to share with us. I know that um, a lot of times 
uh, folks in our church watch this, but I'm amazed how many people outside the church will tell me, hey, I, I saw that. In fact, I, I'm, oh, we're really? at the Baptist building now. And uh, someone will say, hey, listen, I watched I watched this, particularly if they know they know the person or they know the topic we're talking about. But the great right. thing about YouTube and Facebook and Spotify is that once you click on one, then another one may come up or you, sit, you can go back and look at the others. Um, we were just talking about earlier uh, David Bond, uh, mm-hmm. who, who uh, we, we just went to be with the Lord this past week. Um, but I had forgotten how recent it was. Just a year ago, we did one with him, and so wow. those are all online. And this one will certainly be there, and hopefully for all time and eternity, they'll be they'll be <laughs> they'll be uh, they'll be shared there. But again, thank you for sharing with us, and uh, we'll have you back. And I'm excited about what you're going to do in a church, uh, and uh, that's that's uh, look forward to see what happens with that. But thank you for your time, Thanks, and thank Larry. you all for listening and watching and participating. And hope this will be a blessing to you. And if it is, be sure and share that with someone else. And then let us know about that as well. Thank you.